This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. The Bondcast. Bondcast. God, I love that. Uh, I love that opening, the uh, animated opening. Uh, huge shout out to my manager, Jason Bernstein, for that. Uh, I know he was instrumental in getting someone to do that. So huge shout out. I love it. And we use it on uh, Bonzi Live uh, for my show on YouTube, Tripping with Bonzi. Wow, Bondcast number 12. It has been a hot minute. <laughs> uh, geez, I haven't done a Bondcast since I think early December, uh, maybe even end of November, because what had happened was was officially put all my time and effort into planning this whole trip of going on the road and stuff. And the Bondcast sort of got cast aside. Now, what's funny is most people say you don't even get past people that start a podcast don't get past seven or eight. Now, I got to 11 and stopped, not because uh, I hated doing it or I had nothing to say. Um, in fact, it was quite au contraire, if you will, because I got picked up by DeanBlondell.com, which I'll get into later. And uh, now I've got an even bigger platform to put this this bond cast out. And I'm kind of kicking myself for not doing it earlier, but it's, it's just been tough. There's only one of me. And now, so what has happened? I'll give you the, the quick update for those that don't know. Uh, I'm Canadian, sold my house in Canada in a really Ontario, sold everything I own damn near. Uh, what, what was left is stored in my parents' basement. And I bought a tour bus, 45-foot Prevo tour bus in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Flew down here uh, March March 23rd, I believe. Uh, picked up the bus on the 24th and have been traveling in it ever since. We've gone from Tennessee to uh, – we stopped in Graceland, which I'll get to in a minute as well. Um, then Arkansas and down into Texas where I've been in Texas for uh, quite a bit now. I, I'm going to say three weeks probably out of the six weeks that I've been gone, which, yeah, it's wild already to think that I've officially been on the road out of Canada for six weeks now. Um, getting here was a lot easier than I thought. We flew down out of Toronto. I say we. I started this trip with an assistant, uh, a friend of mine. That didn't work out so well, and uh, I had to let her go politely. Uh, it just wasn't working out. So we went our separate ways, and I've been doing this trip alone for God, over three weeks now. Um, it's been a great time. So yeah, I bought this, this huge tour bus. And so what I'm, what the goal is, is to go around the USA, um, mainly Texas to start was my main kind of vocal starting point, Texas, uh, new, new, new Mexico, uh, Arizona, and then up into California. And then we'll see how it's going from there. <coughs> but so far, uh, this trip has been awesome. Let me see if I got a picture of the bus here I can throw up. Like this, check this out. This is the, so this is the bus I bought. Um, like I said, it's a 45 foot Prevo XL Vogue and it's a 1995. And God damn it, she's a beauty. Um, right from the get go, it ran like a charm, but we did run into a bit of problems once we got into uh, the north of Texas around the Dallas area. Um, I, I sprung a leak. Now I, I could already hear the bus was leaking air underneath. I didn't realize the extent. 
of the air leak problem that I uh, had underneath that bus. So what happened was one of the, the main valves on the right side totally went and my bus was riding uh, with a full lean. Not good situation. And uh, it ended up ripping my back uh, rock guard off, which not a big deal. You don't really need them anyway. Um, but it did cause quite a ruckus in the streets for a bit and ended up sleeping in a, a Walmart parking lot for a couple nights until we got um, a guy by the name of Christian from American Bus Specialist. Big shout out to him. Uh, he came and fixed the bus for me and said, son, you got yourself a problem here. Uh, unless you don't want this to happen again, I suggest you come to my shop and see me. So I did just that. Uh, unbeknownst to me, I had to drop a serious amount of, of uh, dollar bills on it to, to get it fixed. So we got two new tires, all brand new shocks on the bus, and 13 new air valves and hoses. Now, that should definitely get me to California, hopefully, knock on wood without any more major issues. Uh, definitely feel safe because we're going to be heading into the desert, you know, in the middle of nowhere. It's, you know, out towards the, the west of Texas when you're heading into New Mexico. Then we're going to be going to Roswell and checking all that out, uh, Area 51. Um, it's just a lot of desert land out there and a lot of uh, barren driving. So you want to make sure everything is tickety-boo. So I spent the money. I feel so much better. And, yeah, so we started in uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee, got on the road. And we stopped in Graceland was our first stop. And uh, that was fabulous. And listen, I was never a huge Elvis fan by any means. But um, I, I, I just was uh, – sorry, I'm checking my settings here to make sure my audio – of course, it's not the right microphone. But I switched it over now. I'm not going to start this podcast over. But you should find the sound a much higher quality now. And I'm glad I figured it out only five minutes into this podcast. Oh, what an idiot. Um, you know, just there's so much going on. And and so that was my whole point of this is like I'm on the road. I'm doing this. I'm filming content for my YouTube show, uh, Bonzi Live. And, uh, you know, I, I'm interviewing. The goal was to interview uh, social media stars, if you will. And not only that, I wanted to. I knew I was going to meet unique, just weird, awesome individuals across the USA. Uh, and I have already mission accomplished and, and so many more to meet. I, I've already had the pleasure of meeting um, a, a retired U.S. Marine Corps veteran. Um, I've interviewed bands already, uh, a Mexican country band, which was a real trip. That episode hasn't dropped on my YouTube channel yet, but I've also got to go to... Uh, so before I get off to all that, okay, so we're, we're making content for my YouTube channel that I encourage you to go subscribe to. It's uh, Trippin' with Bonzi on YouTube. Uh, hit the subscribe button, give it a thumbs up on all the videos, and make sure you hit that notification bell so you don't miss any of uh, the new videos I post or when, when I do live shows as well. So listen, Graceland was awesome. I had no idea, and I literally went there for me mom. Um, she's from England, huge, huge Elvis fan. She never got to see him live. Uh, she's still pissed at my dad to this fucking day for that. Uh, the poor fella has never got to live that down. Um, <laughs> anyways, poor Kenny, <coughs> excuse me. And, um, so, uh, and she never got to go to Graceland either. So I knew that I had to pass, you know, it was one option to pass Graceland uh, Memphis, if you will, on the way to Texas. Cause that was my first goal. I wanted to get to Texas and really begin this tour. I had, I have a bunch of friends here and I thought it would be a great way to start off, uh, tripping with Bonzi. Um, in Texas, you know? So anyways, we did stop in Graceland. Um, we got free passes. Thanks. A big shout out to Graceland for that. Um, we, you know, I pro promoted the hell out of them, dropped a great uh, video on YouTube that was actually edited by a good friend of mine, 
who also does a ton of work for Our Lady Peace. Uh, Rich Meisner, big shout out to Trusty Truster for uh, editing that uh, great video from Graceland. Anyways, it was a really cool experience there, and I found it rather um, emotional, haunting. It, it was I, I could feel Elvis's presence. When I walked into the, um, he's got his own um, racquetball court outside of his house on the property. And when I walked in there, it felt weird. Now, it's not where he died. You're not even allowed to go upstairs to the bathroom where uh, Elvis either took his life or or just has uh, succumbed to his life in that bathroom. But um, I don't know. I got this cold, cold, like almost not breathing in my ear, but like down my neck and back. And it was just like, what the? the fuck was that anyways i didn't stay too long in there and i looked around and there's there was nobody else in there except the one security girl who who watches over to make sure you know you don't go into the places that you're not supposed to and and touch anything you're not supposed to anyways (laughs) she wasn't the one that blew down my neck and ear though i wish she was she was pretty hot by the way um (laughs) she was just standing there about 20 feet away from me just eyes forward and i was like i wanted to almost ask her i was like did did, do you feel that? Did, did, or is that just me? Anyways, I, I wasn't sticking around to ask questions. I got out of there. And then, and then you go into the area right into his, the grave site. Um, it was something to behold. You know, there was a, his mom was there. The whole family damn near was there. It was his little brother that was born, stillborn when Elvis was born. I had no idea how the half of the stuff that went down in Elvis's life until I did the amazing house tour. You got to see the two private jets uh, that he has. That's right on the property. And now there's seven, six or seven museums that you get. That's across the street from Graceland. And they've done a fantastic job. I know back in the day, people have said, oh, you know, it was cool. You go in the house and that was kind of it. And I don't even think the plane or you had to pay extra for the planes. Now, I got fully comp, so I got to go everywhere and see everything. And I, I got to say, now I'm a, I'm a big Elvis fan um, for, you know, what he went through, how, how his career started. He was. You know, an amazing singer, dancer, and then he got into acting, went off to war, for Christ's sakes, like just a kind of a true American hero. Now, I know a lot of people were saying, oh, Elvis was a pedophile and this and that. And he met, uh, what was her name? Um, God, Priscilla, when she was only 14. But times were different back then. And they didn't even get married and, and stuff or hook up till they were 18. So, I mean. It was just kind of the norm back then, and I don't know. I've never seen anything uh, to, to anything evidence bearing, hard evidence bearing that shows Elvis was a, was a pedophile or anything. So I just kind of poo poo that aside and just go. Anyways, I got to Facetime me mom and me dad from uh, right out front of the of, of the house of of Graceland. I even shed a tear too because it was just emotional to get to share it with my mom right there uh, and be there. And I just finished going through. The, you know, that haunted part of the, which I felt was haunted, the, um, the, the, the racquetball court. And then going in and right, it leads right into the garden behind the pool where all the grave sites and stuff were. It was heavy, man. It was heavy. Anyways, it was a great time. I really enjoyed my time there and certainly left my mark there as well. For those of you who see me on uh, Dean Blundell's podcast, um, <laughs> I told the story about how uh, my assistant, who was with me at the time, um, we were we were parked on the Elvis uh, Presley campsite, RV campsite, and she accidentally hit the uh, the shitter dump button, if you will. So whilst we're parked right on the thing and we're not hooked up into the sewer system yet, I hadn't done that. She hit the dump button by accident, thinking it said pump for the water pump. <sighs> so I come back from the tour, and I got all these people giving me filthy, dirty looks, and I'm I'm like, the fuck is that smell? That's that's like rank. Where the hell, like who? And then it, I get on the bus, and she just 
decides to tell me and comes clean that, uh, listen, I have to tell you something. I accidentally dumped our entire shit tank uh, underneath the bus. <laughs> and I guess people were pounding on the bus door going, turn it off, turn it off. Anyways, it was too late. I mean, she dumped uh, almost almost the entire tank went out underneath our bus and the smell was just wretched. So we definitely left uh, our mark on Graceland. And then we also, it was uh, torrential storms there, but downpours. And uh, the grounds were really wet. Anyways, it got stuck twice and really caused a ruckus in, in part of their uh, parts, two parts of their property. So uh, thanks to Graceland for the free passes and the great memories. And I'm really sorry about leaving my, my shit uh all over your my your your rv site and and wrecking your um your your land if you will in a couple spots anyways great time though and i've told a million people about it uh so expect uh, some love out of it if if nothing else <laughs> if you will oh man what else it was really cool we got to go downtown memphis check out bb kings and stuff too they had a really cool live band there um so yeah overall a great time in tennessee moving on we made a quick one night stop in uh, little north rock arkansas and we stayed at this creepy ass uh, orphanage from the 1900s where over 200 kids uh, were orphans there. Now, I- I'm going to brush over this pretty quick because uh, you go watch the episode on my YouTube channel. We've talked, it's on deanblondell.com as well. You can go check it out there. Um, but yeah, it was this huge, massive building. And th- two of the three of the floors are rented out for businesses, some apartments even, I think. Uh, but the fourth floor is forbidden to go on. Why, I asked? Well, it's, it's got a lot of damage and water damage. Stuff. Bullshit. That thing is fucking haunted as the day is long. I could, I could feel I could feel it. Now, I don't know if I got some sort of being inside of me or some sort of power that allows me to feel like, but I've had this for a long time, and I feel weird shit, and I can sense stuff, you know? Um, anyways, I really felt... I felt weird there. It was it was creepy. I felt like I could I I could I couldn't see the kids looking out at me obviously, but I could feel them. And then uh th- late that night at 2:45 in the morning, the generator decides to just tack on me uh and shuts off and it w- we froze our ass off for the rest of the night. And I swear to Christ I could hear those kids laughing at me going, ah, "Sucker, you can freeze. Welcome to our property, fucking freak." <laughs> Anyways, it was a trip being there. Um it is now a a a local farm. Uh there's a ton of property there and it's a non-for-profit um and all the locals come and they get a little piece of um not a little piece of land, but there's a huge fenced off area where you can uh grow some crop or whatever you want, whether it be you know, fruits, vegetables, uh, herbs you know whatever and uh it's really cool they got cows there chickens uh fresh eggs you can get every day and it's all locally sourced and people uh, sell their wares there on the weekend as well uh, anyways cool spot very creepy glad i only spent one night there and we bounced and then we get to uh texas <coughs> i've been looking to come into texas my whole i've never been here and uh listen it, it's been amazing here so far and um uh, we started off up in the in the McKinney area, just north of Dallas. I was house sitting for about four or five days for a buddy. And then um, so got to tour all around there, played some golf, which was cool. I've been dying to golf since Canada. Uh, I think we played at the end of November last year, 2020. But um, anyways, let me have a sip of my beverage here. I'm back on the uh, coffee in the afternoon. Just one, though. And um, anyways, delicious. I, I Instant coffee. Who knew? So good. 
Now, my friend uh, Brent on tour might might uh, beg to differ. He's probably he's a huge coffee connoisseur. Anyway, shout out to Brent on tour and go check out his podcast as well. Uh, you can find him on DeanBlundell.com's uh, platform. Uh, anyways, it um, where was I? Oh yeah, Dallas. Uh, really cool spot. We we got to, to, to kind of tour around a lot. Had some great food up there, uh, but I still hadn't had a chance to get into the Texas barbecue. Now that was coming. Uh, but that was where um, in Dallas, I got the uh, just outside of Dallas in Irving, I got the bus fixed. And I was actually in a probably I wouldn't I hate to say broken down. I was never like broken down to the extent I couldn't drive the bus, but the bus needed some love. Anyway, so we were parked in Irving. I was parked in Irving at this point. I had uh, gotten rid of uh, my assistant and uh, I was probably uh, landlocked in between the Walmart parking lot and then um, the bus shop, American bus specialist shop. Um, for about nine days, I'm going to say. Anyways, the six or seven days I spent at the the American Bus Specialist was quite cool, actually. Um, I got to do some great footage there. They had about 50, 50 Prevos on site, uh, smashed up old Prevos, uh, really fancy million-dollar Prevos, and everything in between. Um, and ones that were never converted from a coach, uh, you know, a passenger coach originally. So got some great footage there. Uh, there was a cool horse on site. Uh, actually, I got a picture of this. Uh, I did have a picture of it. Where'd it go? Oh, you know what? I think I took it down. Anyways. Uh, oh, no, it's right here. Check this out. <laughs> Only in Texas can you get your bus fixed at the shop and get a picture of a horse standing in front of it whilst it's getting fixed. Anyways, I love that place. It was so much fun. Um, there's another great shot of the bus. That was at um, Waco, Lake Waco, actually, which I'll get to Waco in a, in a, in a minute. But uh, that was at a cool RV park in in Waco. Now, um, finish up in Irving. So I got to also meet a lot of um, um, Mexican rock bands or Mexican country bands go to American bus specialists to get their their bus fixed. Guy's world famous. Um, he flies all across the USA. Um, people fly him in because he's he's a, he's literally a specialist of Prevo tour buses. Um, so like bands, I, I got to meet so many great um, musicians and stuff there. That were pulling in on, I wouldn't say a regular basis, but over the seven days I was there, I think I met three different bands and they all like literally will drive 24 hours out of their way to come and get their bus fixed at American Bus Specialist. So huge shout out to them. And if you're watching this or listening to it and you own a Prevo uh, bus and you're traveling across the USA, if you are in a pinch and I don't care how far away you are from Irving, Texas, look up American Bus Specialist. Okay. Um, yeah. So big shout out to Christian there. Uh, such a good dude. Oh, that, I hit that accidentally, but uh, there's a great shot of my the front of my bus with me and Tucker. Uh, so my dogs come with me on the road, and uh, great black and white photo. So, yeah, that's really cool. Anyways, what else? Um, yeah, so whilst we were in uh, the Irving, Dallas, Irving area, we got to go to uh, a really cool place called the Truck Yard. Um, and in the Truck Yard, it's, it's, it consists of five bars. Uh, maybe even more. And it's got a couple of food trucks that deliver your the finest uh, Texas barbecue and Mexican wares, uh, if you will. And it also is home to the Toilet Seat Museum. Now, this guy, Barney Smith, he just passed away in 2020 at age 98 years old and ran the Toilet Seat Museum, um, which it, it started as a little thing, a hobby of his, and it turned into this full-fledged thing. And he actually ran the museum out of his house until um, a few months before he passed away. It got bought out by the guy that started the the truck yard, and now the shrine will forever live on at the um at it's in the colony of of the the Fort Dallas Fort Worth area. 
and you got to go check it out. It's called uh, the Truck Yard, um, and and it's the, the Barney Smiths of Toilet Seat Museum. Such a pisser there. So, yeah, I've got to do so many other amazing things whilst I've been in Texas. I got to shoot uh, a 300-pound hog, which was uh, beyond a trip, man. Um, it took us – well, that was our third time. Uh, so third time of charm, as they say. But I uh, got to shoot that with an AR-10, so that was pretty special. Also got to go to uh, the Waco, the David Koresh compound. Now, in the background of this photo that you can see here, if you're if you're watching this podcast, um, that is the brand. I wouldn't say it's brand new now. Shit, it's been a while. But that is the newest church uh, built on the exact site where the um, the explosion and fire was back in the old days, uh, 1993, when the, when the FBI blew the the place to smithereens, killed 83 or 81 women and children, including uh, David Koresh, which was the only male left on the site. And it was a pretty wild trip to be there. Uh, quite creepy actually as well. Speaking of creepy, um, the, you could see right down into the hole where the, uh, the women and kids were gassed and there's a sign there and it says, you know, this is, uh, the site, um, right here where, where these children and women were locked in that bunker <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, just, just creepy all, all around. And then, uh, got to interview the uh, pastor while I was there again, that's another episode that's up on my YouTube channel. Go check it out. Tripping with Bonzi. Uh, what else have I got to do? Um, Oh, I got to see the um, member of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So that is the original van out of the movie. And I, I didn't put up the picture of the gas station. I should have. I don't know why I didn't put it up. But um, so that that truck, that van is on the exact site where uh, where the kids pull into the gas station where they first meet the um, the creepy dude who's running it. Anyways, it's still there in its original form. The gas station looks exactly the same. Sounds the gas pumps. Now, I can't figure out why they would do this. The guy who bought the property went to great lengths to to keep it original, but got the his hands on the original van from the the movie Texas Chainsaw Massacre from 1974. Um, but yet he, he the, the fucking the concrete pad is there where the the two old school pumps were, but there's no pumps there. Anyways, I was a little disappointed that he didn't keep those pumps and also the sign out front. Yeah, it was a big um. What was the big gas station back then? No, it wasn't Snoko. Anyways. It was an old school. It was almost like in the shape of a, a colored fan. And anyways, that sign is not there anymore either. And I thought, that's ah, too bad you couldn't keep it 100% original. That being said, it still looked really uh, authentic and unique. It was pretty cool. And inside now, you can still get uh, a real Texas barbecue. Um, and you can get, it's, it's a shrine to um, the, not only the movie, but damn near every horror movie that's, that's uh, the popular ones that were ever made. Um, you can buy t-shirts, trinkets movie memorabilia it's pretty cool i haven't got around to editing that footage yet um that will come out on my youtube channel within a week or two um and that leads back to what i was saying almost at the beginning of this bondcast um there's just one of me now so i am i am the the uh the the filmer i am the the talent i am the editor uh i am everything (laughs) um it's a lot and i i am i am overwhelmed in a good way but um, it keeps me on my toes. I get up at between 7 and 7.30 every day. And the first thing I do is coffee, water, take a pish, obviously. And it's right on the computer. And I'm, I'm editing, editing, editing. And you got to tag all the stuff you save. I'm trying to make room on my computer, my phone, because I've got so much damn footage. So and then I spend so much of my day is, is editing. Then you got to go out and pick and choose what you're going to go and, and make for content for the day. And not only that, it's content for, for the YouTube channel. 
and making episodes for Tripping with Bonzi, but I also got to keep busy on keep up with with social media. So TikTok, I'm uh, making stuff for almost every day. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, you name it. Um, and it's just the Bonzarelli show. That's <laughs> it's just me. So it has been quite a lot of work, and um, I'm doing the best I can to get as much content out as fast as I can. And then, you know, the other thing I'm still learning is how to to work the the, the YouTube algorithm and and get more likes and views and and stuff like that because. Listen, I've got the amount of subscribers I need to get monetized, but I don't have the amount of views and watched hours yet. So I encourage you that are listening and watching in this Bondcast, please go to my YouTube channel, Tripping with Bonzi, and and check out all the quick. Some of them are uh, quick, like three, four minutes of just stuff I've been up to real quick. Uh, and then others are live shows. Go check it out. Give give some show some love. Uh, give them a thumbs up and maybe drop a comment, if you will, as well. And also, oh, speaking of uh, cool things I've done here in Texas, I got to go to uh, under 18 gold medal game between Canada and Russia and got to meet Stevie Eisenman, which is a huge, huge uh, accomplishment for me. Um, for those who know me, I got a massive wall of fame going on. Well, excuse me. Well, I did uh, back at my old houses that I lived in. I no longer have a house. I have a 45 foot tour bus. Um, so it's, it was tough to bring uh, all my uh, pictures, my memorabilia from from the old days, but I can add Stevie Eiserman to, uh, to the list now. And what an outstanding, uh, awesome human being, so humble and cool. And uh, yeah, just so down to earth and chill. Also, uh, whilst I've been here, I've had the most amazing steak. Uh, this was from a, a small, tiny little town called Leona. And it's the home of the um, world record holder, I think. The guy ate 96 ounces of steak. His name's Harry Long, I believe. Oh, what a handle, eh? Anyways, this dude's not even a big old fat guy. He ate 96 ounces of steak in one sitting, along with a bo bottle of bourbon, I believe he smashed back. Anyways, quite the, uh, quite the place to be. We got the most amazing steak there. I've had some great barbecue. I've tried out, so far I've tried out Rudy's, which was really cool, and uh, Black's, which is uh, pretty famous here in town. Um, not as famous as Franklin's, which I haven't had yet, but um, Black's was really good, and it's a, just a touch better than Rudy's, I would say. Not that I'm a huge barbecue connoisseur. I thought it was all fantastic, to be honest with you. But um, man, oh, man, I've got my feast on here with some great barbecue. And the other thing, first time ever, I am no longer a crawfish virgin. Virgin. Um, this, the, Those things, I was terrified to go and eat crawfish. And I'm like, oh, shit, man. They call them mud bugs down here, if you will. And um, my buddy took me. I stayed at his ranch in Centerville, Texas. And He's like, oh, you, you ever had mud bugs, son? And I'm like, fucker, mud bugs, bro. He goes, you know, oh, crawfish. And I was like, no, it, it doesn't really sound appetizing either. I'm not a big seafood guy or anything. And he goes, oh, I'll tell you, do you like chicken wings? And do you like lobster? And I'm like, yeah, I like both of those. He goes, well, I'll tell you what. I think you're going to like crawfish. <laughs> so we went, we went, uh, it was, that was our first night of hog hunting. We went at uh, about 5, 5.30. Stayed out till about 7.30. Didn't get a hog or see one that first night. And then we went straight uh, out for our, our first crop, my first crawfish feast. And God damn it, those mud bugs are damn tasty. So they come out five-pound bags. They dump it in front of you. You tear it open and pull it in this huge bowl like you can see here, right? And then and there's a little, there's a little trick to it. As you can see maybe in that picture, about halfway down, it's the, the head. It's pretty long, and then it meets the the body, the ass end, if you will. And so you gotta. There's a trick to it. You gotta like give it a little twist, pull the head off, 
and uh, it's just hollow there pretty well down and you know when you can't see in his brain but you give it the old texas suck they call it and all the flavor is kind of down in there oh, delicious I-, I couldn't believe how fucking good it was then <laughs> this sounds really gross but the other end there's the shit sack is sitting there now you say fuck shit sack it's there yeah it is some people flick it off and they don't do it. Other people, they're just like, mm. so you 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 crack the shell. There's a little like at the end of the tails are like almost like a little button. You just kind of push up, pull out the meat at the same time. Fucking delicious. You, you, you dip it in some spice and then, and then this tub of butter, melted butter. Drop it in your gullet. Oh, my God. So goddamn good. Anyways, who knew? I did eat my fair share of shit sacks. They're pretty flavorful, actually. I know it sounds so disgusting. But um, I uh, I found on the bigger bigger the crawfish the bigger the shit sack and it, it just looked a little too much for me so I I'd, I'd wipe those ones off but the littler they were um they weren't so prominent and stuff and you didn't it just looked like a vein almost and you're just like ah fuck it and you just, by the time you dip it in the spice and and it's dripping with butter melted butter you don't even you don't even care <laughs> all right moving on from shit sacks and crawfish what else have I got to talk about um. Oh, yeah. One more thing before I end the podcast here. Uh, I got to meet this amazing band, another one, another band. I've been trying to interview these guys for a while. They're called the Reverend Few. Now, they're, they are a full band, but right now, because of COVID and everything down here, um, these guys are husband and wife, and they are, uh, they've been playing on their front porch for about a, just over a year now because of the pandemic, and they make get tips through Venmo and stuff. That's how they were brought to my attention. Uh, they made it up to Canada on Somebody stream and they shared it and it, it just kind of grew. And now people are watching them from around the world. Anyways, I got to be there on Sunday and watch them play live. And then I interviewed them after the show uh, live on the front porch. And there's a whole bunch of people that stayed uh, on the front lawn. And then people are watching around the world. Well, my front, my dog was sitting with me on the front porch and he decided to walk up to the window. He could hear their, their dog whining inside. Well, they have a 140 pound Great Dane. Anyways, it, could, it couldn't even see my dog, but he knew it was there. And didn't he fucking put his paw right through the front window? Well, good God. Um, <laughs> the video of that is out on Twitter and Instagram right now. You can go check that out at Bonzi Live. Um, <clears throat> you should see the look on my face. Actually, you can go to the Reverend Fuse Instagram page. They, po- they posted it in, in slow motion from their feed. Uh, the feed that I posted was from my camera guy and, um, <laughs> either one you watch, it is pretty wild, uh, sound on for sure, because it is, it is hilarious. I mean, all three of us just kind of like, <gasps> you just couldn't believe this, this, it almost felt like the great Dane was coming right out of the house onto the front porch. <laughs> Anyways, it's been amazing here so far. One other cool thing I got to do while I was here, is I've been in Austin a bunch. Uh, this is my second time and I'm actually doing this live from Austin right now. And I got to go to Congress Bridge where at nighttime, uh, hundreds of thousands of bats come pouring out of this bridge underneath the Congress Bridge at uh, right before dark. And they, they make their way to the Congress building down the river. And it is a sight to behold, man. Hundreds of thousands of bats. It just doesn't stop. It almost looks like you can't see bats. And I, I took quite a lot of heat on this on fucking TikTok. God, there's some haters on there, isn't there? Um, there were so many goddamn bats. Coming out at one time, it just looks like a fucking blur of clouds, and and it's uh it's something to behold, I'll tell you. And um, haters gonna hate, but it was an experience. 
So I'm looking forward to going back and seeing that and getting a different perspective on top of the bridge. But uh, we'll see. That might be something I do tonight or tomorrow night uh, before I roll out of Austin. And then I'll be heading down to uh, Houston area, San Antonio. We're going to Corpus Christi. There's a bunch of cool things to do down there. And then from there, I'll be making my way up into the um, the western north part of Texas, um, Amarillo, Midland, Odessa. There's some really cool, interesting things to see all along the way. So um, make sure you stick around. Thanks for uh, uh, following me on YouTube, Tripping with Bonzi. On, on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, it's at Bonzi Live. And then, of course, the Bondcast. That, uh, this is number 12, and it's been, a, it's, a, it's, uh, it's been a journey so far, and I hope you guys love what I'm doing so far. Follow, please continue to follow along, and um, go, go make sure you hit the subscribe on YouTube and, and likes and follow on all the other social media. Uh, thanks to Dean Blundell for allowing me to podcast from uh, on his site, DeanBlundell.com. Make sure you go there daily and check out all the cool stuff that he's posted. And not only him, there's like 35 other great podcasts on there. So if you're sick of the music you listen to and you're just tired of the same old shit, go check out some amazing podcasts. Uh, there's a plethora. Too many to mention. Uh, and, and I don't want to mention a few. And, oh, you didn't mention mine. Uh, there's so many. So go check them all out. And a bunch of them have had me on their show as guests too. So I, I really appreciate that. Uh, what else? I think that's it. I think I'll end it. It's been, uh, I rambled on for 32 minutes now. Uh, there is so many more great times to come on this trip. We're literally just getting started. Even though I've done so much, it feels like in Texas. But like I said, we're still got so much more to explore here in Texas. Then it's off to New Mexico, then Arizona, then California. Now, once I get to California, I think I'll make the decision from there whether to continue on with this trip and, and go explore more of the USA or... The other option is I'm just going to stop and I'm going to make L.A. kind of not not specifically right downtown L.A., but in, in and around the L.A. area, um, I might look to just park the bus somewhere and uh, make it my home for a little while and try and make it in the voice acting and acting industry. It's always been a dream of mine. And, uh, you know, I've been doing voice acting work for well over a year now. I've uh, been on radio. I've been on a plethora of podcasts and done live shows. And I. And interviewing has really been a, a newfound skill of mine that I really love interviewing people. So uh, there's there's got to be something for me in L.A. And I think, um, you know, by the time I get there in two, three months, the chops will be even, um, you know, more more polished, if you will. And I've got some great, fantastic contacts there that are waiting for me and have already set some meetings up with me. So we'll see. I'm definitely going to stop in L.A. Uh, we'll start down in the, uh, I've always wanted to go to San Diego and then we'll just kind of work our way up into LA and, um, we're going to make a pit stop there for what could be two, three weeks, what could be two, three months or two, three, hopefully years or more. Um, but you never know unless you try. Right. And, uh, we'll, we'll go and have some meetings and some talks and we'll see, uh, if there is a career from, for me there or not. And if not, we'll just keep on going on the road, hopefully. Uh, anyways. Thanks again for listening to the Bondcast. It's Bondcast number 12. And uh, huge shout out to Dean Blundell once more. And of course, my sponsors as well. Scrambleclothing.com. Um, we also got Restore FX. Restore Burloak FX, my boy BC. Make sure you go check him out if you're in the Burlington, Oakville, Hamilton area. Even Toronto. Make the drive, man, because this guy will make your, your car look brand new again. If it's covered in scratches, dents, you know, rock stuff, you know, whatever it may be. Maybe if you got an angry girlfriend and she carved your asshole in your in your door or something or on the hood um he my boy can fix that so go see bc at Bur uh restore fx burloke uh big shout out to triple bogey brewing uh brewing.com and uh yeah that's it 
Uh, thanks again for listening to the Boncast. It's episode number 12 with Bonzi. And uh, go check out my live show on YouTube. It's Bonzi Live on Trippin' with Bonzi. Have a great day. That's a podcast. Peace and love. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. He had all, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know? And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com. Kids, I'm your eager beaver. And I'm Mr. Grizzly. If you love politics or hate politics, then have we we the perfect perfect podcast for you. The True North Eager Beaver. Incisive political commentary. We keep you up to date and give you the political and media literacy you seek. To help you cut through the bovine fecal matter. Facts first. Sound analysis. Sometimes I growl. Sometimes I sass. We impart civics and build community. And we share some laughs along the way. Being informed and engaged has never been more fabulous. Or sexy. Catch us on on the the Dean Blundell Blundell Network. Network. Or on our YouTube channel. Or wherever you get your podcasts. Because Because democracy democracy is is something something you do. do.